Warning, Weirdish covers content regarding conspiracies, controversial topics, subjects that may trigger post-traumatic stress, and content some may consider offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Humans have always wondered where they originated from. Tall tales have been told about all the possibilities. Everything from the underworld to falling from the sky. Join the Weirdish crew as they discuss the Anunnaki and human origins. Welcome to Weirdish, where we talk about weird-ish. And tonight, we are talking about the Anunnaki and other creation myths that are probably just as cool. I don't know. So, I'm here with Brian Marvin, and I am Andriana, because I forgot to say my name at the beginning, but whatever. Um. <laughs> Hi, I'm Marvin. And hello, I'm Brian. Wow, you guys, is this reverse date or something? Like, No. Are you guys twins. taking turns? Oh, oh, I thought Twinning. this was like... This would have been this would have been convenient if it were Halloween, so you guys could say, "Oh, I'm I'm Brian today for Halloween and whatever." But whatever. Wow. <laughs> so that was cringy. Why am I always cringy? Um, <laughs> question of the year. Question of the year. <laughs> yes. Yes. At least it's weirdish, right? <laughs> so uh, as always, I always have a question to start off these topics with so today i planned on asking this question because i thought it was going to be interesting um just so you know we can get everyone's idea of what they think of when they think of like the human origin story so when you guys think of human origins right like which school of thought do you usually subscribe to like are you are you like pro like evolution panspermia alien intervention or do you prefer more of like a biblical genesis adam and eve approach or like the big bang okay i'm going to tell you right now i haven't heard of half of those things right <laughs> and <Spermia? laughs> whoa what is that what is that sounds like some like uh, 18 plus content you gotta make sure nobody's home to turn that on your computer the history stuff that's strange oh i'm uh, with brian on that one uh, so Seriously? uh gee talk to me here it. what's uh no what is that <laughs> what's pants I'm, not, I'm not agreeing to nothing okay until you spill the beans on this Oh, man. Oh, man. Now I'm like, why did I even mention it? Um, <laughs> so, panspermia is like... <laughs> it's like... um, Okay, so you guys know the whole, like, stardust, like, we're part of the universe type situation deal where we're like, okay, maybe something, you know, from another planet came on a comet to Earth and then that eventually turned into us. That bacteria or, or whatever that traveled on that comet came to earth and then boom oh okay i see so some weird alien creature shot his load through the galaxy and universe and (laughs) wound it up impregnating (laughs) star gas is that what you said uh yeah yeah. i mean if that's a nice way to spin it right so are you saying some alien kids with uh alien slingshots was uh you know sending rocks at earth they were trying to skip them on the damn ocean because back then this was probably like a water planet. Is that what you're saying? Boom. Meteorite hits the damn earth and uh, years later, here we are. Is that, is that what's going on? Yeah. I mean, that kind of ties in with evolution, doesn't it? Yeah. Like we formed in the ocean or some type of pond on earth or something. And slowly one organism became multiple organisms. <laughs> Wouldn't that technically also be like some sort of evolution theory, which I don't believe in, by the way. I, I think the whole evolution uh, thing we got going on here on Earth is kind of stupid, doesn't make sense to me. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I don't subscribe to evolution either. Too. I mean, especially with the whole like missing link and then that one period yeah. where like humans magically became really smart over mm. a short period of time. I don't know. Like, you know, there's a whole like, you know, our we became there's a theory that humans became smart because we started using our hands at, for tools. 
So it built our brains to become bigger because I guess we had to use it when we started using mm, our hands. hands. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's a great way to explain that part of ev- the evolution process, but it is interesting to think that our I mean, hands are thing, were so essential, right? You, you can argue that that's BS because there are three different types of ways that people learn. Hands-on learning, visual learning, and uh, doing. So that's why like a lot of kids in school do worse at certain subjects than others because of different ways of learning. That's why schools implement different activities, different hands-on activities for every subject. Um, and they do projects. That's what the big thing about projects is like they learn by doing. So I don't think that's entirely true. Um, yeah, that's the thing with yeah. theories, though. There's like so many ways you can look at it for and against the argument. So yeah. Gotta love science, right? <laughs> science rules, as Bill all and I would these, say. <laughs> these statements and all this jazz, and when you actually execute it, you're like, okay, maybe this wasn't what I thought it was, but whatever. <laughs> I like that idea That's of it. That's beside the point. That's beside the point. So, um, you guys aren't pro evolution. So, like, when you think of like where humans actually came from, like, which idea do you? gravitate to the most i don't know you know i never really used to think about it a whole lot but over the past year really since we started doing this podcast um and i've actually had to use my brain a little bit (laughs) i (laughs) like truthfully um yeah i i never really gave it much thought i uh, you know i knew i thought the cre uh the whole evolution thing was bullshit but like really where did we come from we weren't always here it seems it's just like i i don't know there's no way to tell where really any form of life on earth came from we don't that's know that's true yeah so yeah I, I i can't say i fully believe in one theory so that's where I stand with it. What about you, Marvin? Uh, definitely not on board with the whole evolution jazz. But, like, as a kid, I uh, was I always thought of where where did we come from? Because I know, you know, like, my, my parents, they were, like, from Haiti. But, all right, so then where did, you know, my grandparents come from? Where did, You know, and so forth and so forth. And I was like, I wonder where the first person came from. And... Like, you know, there's uh, some BS out there, like, you know, evolution again. And I, 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 me personally, since I like all the sci-fi stuff, I'm, I, I, I want to think that we came from the stars, you know? But oh, shit, yeah. for all I know, we just, shit, we've actually always been here. Who knows? Ah, Who man, knows? I, I don't you know? know. But me, I, I, I don't want to believe that. I want to believe that. I, I really want to believe we're from the stars. I think that would be pretty cool. You know, maybe like humans did have a backstory, you know, like you like follow. Something cool yeah, as something was badass, you know, kind of like how with Superman, Krypton blew up. So they sent him to Earth. Maybe something similar to uh, to us happened, you know? We're really from Orion's belt. Mars? You know? Or Orion's you belt, know? yeah. And actually, a planet was going to blow up, or the, there was just something happening to the planet that we had to start somewhere else. So who was to say that we are actually the fu- our future ancestors? Or, I mean, duh, that's what we are. But, huh. you know, who's to say, like, we're supposed to be, you know, the repopulation of who we were before but we're retarded instead of trying to figure out <laughs> where we came from we're over here just blowing each other up Whew, man that's that's a lot to unpack right there sorry yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like think about it though it's a big question and what type like how would the world react if we actually knew would there be like a lot less hate uh, you know a lot less division yeah division I was gonna say racism yeah if we all knew we came from the same place and we're all closely like that closely related which i believe we all are that closely related there's just bigots in the world people that don't freaking think like would that change the views of some people or would they still just be like nah i'm gonna sit here drink my stupid juice and Uh, anyways 
You know what? That brings me to the whole like idea that all humans came from Africa. You know when they did that whole like um, that genetic backtracing where they took like a sample of blood from like I I don't even know what the um the how many people they actually took the samples from, but all of them led back to this woman in Africa, right? You don't and fuck with Pangea. What? I I believe in Pangea. I feel like oh, okay. I believe in Pangea. Maybe like you know, maybe Africa was the like epicenter, the, yeah, the cultural epicenter center of, of humans, Pangea. period, right? But you know the when they when they traced back to this woman in Africa, right? I'll, I'll like you would think that that would make everyone be like, oh, so we're all from Africa, we're all the same. You wouldn't think that that would make people say, oh, there's no such thing as like a superior race, like whatever. Like you think that would help with racism but it didn't do anything nah. like a lot of people are like they don't even talk about it people don't really acknowledge it like every now and then you're gonna hear someone say oh yeah we're all from africa but that's because a lot never... of haters have their hater blockers on <laughs> you know what i i do believe that uh like humans re- aren't really from earth and we actually somehow came here whether it's through panspermia which i don't know because that falls into the whole evolution thing which i don't really believe in or through um you know (laughs) the anunnaki who knows like you know the whole idea of like okay let me tie this in with what marvin was saying and the idea that everyone comes from africa right where did the anunnaki supposedly like created humans the first humans and who are the Anunnaki? Like, wasn't it in Africa? I, I, if you're asking us, I can speak for myself and say, I've been waiting for this episode so you could tell me what the Anunnaki Yo, are. Yo, facts. I know, I know facts. basics. I know that with what you've briefly mentioned, and I, I've seen other people like kind of start to talk about it and I veered away from it because I was like I want Adriana's interpretation seriously sure. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. I, I know you say they come from like a, yeah, isn't, Orion's belt? isn't it like Orion's belt that they come from yeah they come from this whole next planet which is Nibiru so. Nibiru Nibiru okay yeah oh, Nibiru. Nibiru yeah yeah and I've heard of, I've heard of that uh, planet before whenever uh, first time I heard about that was 2012 Oh, when the world was ending? Yeah. When Supposedly. That, well, 2011, 2012, around there, when everyone was starting to, like, freak freak out about, oh, the world's going to end. Oh, no. You know what? It's funny because I think the reason why they brought up Nibiru was because, like, around that time, conspiracy theorists, um, they were like, oh, they were connecting the idea of Nibiru with um, the idea of planet x and planet x and nibiru are not the same by the way so if you use them interchangeably please do some more research <laughs> um so I thought they were the same i made a fool of myself <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of people you know um especially when you first start getting into the anunnaki i think a lot of people connect the two because back then conspiracy theorists connected the two and Nimbaru was first like talked about by Zachariah Sitchin and he well he's the whole like ancient astronaut originator right um so he took the cuneiforms from you know Mesopotamia that mentioned the Anunnaki and he in, he translated them and when he translated them obviously he found out about Nibiru right so he was describing Nibiru's, you know, saying the Anunnaki came from there um, to our planet, obviously. And there's like this whole backstory. And we're, we'll get into the that creation myth, by the way. It's called the Enuma Elish. But I just want to say this first about Planet X. Um, when, when conspiracy theorists like, you know, saw that, they were like, oh, this is like Planet X, right? And the whole Planet X story... Um, was from like this conspiracy theorist and also a supposed like alien contactee that told that some aliens contacted this woman and told her about planet x right and zacharias zacharias sitchin saw the that people were like you know connecting planet x and nibiru and he was like they're not the same thing this is not what i was talking about this has nothing to do with the anunnaki in fact he said 
the Anunnaki won't come here like through their planet, you know, coming into our orbit. They're actually going to come back here on a spaceship between like 2090 and 2370. So between 2090 and 2370, they're supposed to come back on their ship during the shift between the age of Pisces and the age of Aquarius and blah, 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 aka it was too early for them to come back. I'm going to be dead by then. I think we're all going to be dead Yo. by then. That's a long time from now. That's what we're in 2020. That's 29. Yeah, we're if we're not dead by then, we probably found out how to live forever. We found the freaking holy grail, right? Immortality. Anyway, so um, yeah, during 2012, they were like, oh, you know, the whole Planet X thing. Basically, what was gonna happen is uh, when Planet X comes back into orbit with us, because apparently the Alunaki come like or Nibiru comes every like 32 or 3600 years into our or yeah 3600 years into our orbit and basically they were saying during 2012 it was going to come into our orbit and when it comes into our orbit we're going to start getting not really collide but it's going to like cause a pole shift by 30 degrees and we're going to start having like 9.8 magnitude earthquakes and the whole United States would split in half. And if you've ever <laughs> watched the movie 2012, yes, this is the exact plot. <laughs> 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 this is, I was like, I was like, I don't know which one came first, the 2012 movie or, or this, this the theory, whole Planet dude. X the series. <laughs> which is a really good movie, by the way, like if, if you watched it when you were, if you were like me and you watched it when you were really young and forgot the whole plot, I would totally, totally suggest watching the movie again. It's actually really entertaining. Anyway, so that's how Planet X became associated with Nibiru. And this is probably why people don't take conspiracy theories seriously. So, yay, right? And also because of the CIA, but whatever. That's a whole different episode. <laughs> so the Anunnaki. What do you guys know about the Anunnaki? I mean, aside from, like, the whole Nibiru situation. Nothing. Nothing, really. Nothing. No? Except that they're aliens that probably seeded humankind. Hey, I didn't say that. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like I feel like most people, most people, um, especially if you've watched ancient aliens at all, you would be like, yeah, Anunnaki created humans. I think that's, like, the, the basic idea people have in mind, right? The Anunnaki, right? Um, I mentioned Zachariah Sitchin, right? Um, so the, the Anunnaki story comes from a Sumerian creation myth, which is called the Enuma Elish, right? So the story, uh, or the Enuma Elish, is, like, tells the story of like the birthplace of the gods and the firm formation of the world and how humans were created. And it was like written back in like 1850 BC in uh, Sumeria Akkadian cuneiform. And cuneiform literally means like wedge-shaped. So if you've ever seen it before, it looks like some little baby triangles like on top of each other, like Legos or Tetris or whatever, like in a straight line. It's very, really cool looking. And yeah, that's why it's called wedge-shaped. Wedge cuneiforms whatever um so one of it's one of the earliest writing systems right and it was actually created in 3200 bc and it's like seven clay tablets that they found um and there's like the some little gaps in between them so like it's not fully you, you can't fully read it because they're in pieces and the fifth tablet you can't really read a, like it period there's like certain information on it but a lot of it like looks smooth smoothed out like you can't even there's no wording there so you have these oh gaps like in when between. you have a really crappy eraser on your pencil and it like just looks like it smears lead everywhere kind of yeah got yeah. it yeah so that's a, the fifth tablet that we can't really fully decipher um the story starts with like this battle that's happening between like the old gods and the baby younger gods i'm just saying baby because you know, we're talking about like your grandparents, great grandparents, you know, you fighting with your great grandparents. Just think of it like that, except your great grandparents are like really old and immortal. <laughs> you can fight with them, you can square up, right? Um, so according to Zachariah Sitchin, Marduk is also another name for Nibiru. So sometimes people call Nibiru Marduk. I don't know. I think that's like a fancy way of doing it but anyway so Nibiru collided with Tiamat to create earth 
uh, the asteroid belts and the, the comets. And Nibiru, like I said, passes Earth like every 3,600 years, right? And when they pass, it allows like the Anunnaki to somehow like interact with humans. But, you know, whatever. So apparently, Anunnaki means like those who from heaven came to Earth. So you have uh, Anu, who's like the, the father of the, the heavens and the, the king of the gods. And um, he's the son of heaven, Anshar and Kishar, Earth, right? So Anshar and Kishar are like the second born of Apsu and Tiamat. And this is actually really important because they're like the reason everything happens like afterwards and how humans come to be. So that's why I'm giving you like the, the genealogy of the Anunnaki, right? So Apsu and Tiamat gave birth to the like protector deities and Anu pass- passes his title onto his son Enlil. And if you know about the Anunnaki, you know the whole like Enlil and his half-brother Enki situation, right? So this is where this comes from. So Enlil has his half-brother Enki and I guess Anu just decides to give his title or you know the god of the gods to Enlil and there's like this whole like power struggle I guess between the brothers um so Enki also known as Ea has his son Marduk and they're like the center of this whole like Anunnaki story right so the story goes that Apsu can't sleep because the younger gods are too loud and even when he's awake they're too loud like he can't sleep and he he's so mad that he just wants to kill all of them right <laughs> he wants to kill all the younger gods and Tiamat finds out that Apsu wants to do this right so he's uh, Apsu is a grandfather and Tiamat is a grandmother so Tiamat tells Enki her grandson that their grandpa wants to kill him and Enki decides that he's gonna put his dad to sleep you know he's like go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep and he kills him when he puts him to sleep nice. um you said nice yeah what a badass <laughs> he kills his grandfather I mean technically uh, he was gonna kill all of them if he didn't do it right so yeah but, you know nice uh, <laughs> Oh, man. I don't even know how you kill an immortal being, but, you know, that's neither here nor there, right? Anyway, so Tiamat like, finds out that Enki killed Apsu, and she was like, how dare you kill my husband, right? So she's like, oh, none of you guys are my kids anymore. I disowned all of you. And she, like, created this, like, monster army to kill them. So even though she didn't want them to die, I guess when Enki killed Apsu, she wanted them to die afterwards, so she changed her mind, right? Anyway, so she created her monster army and the younger gods, like, they kept fighting the monster army, but they couldn't win. They kept losing. (laughs) And Anu was like, Anu is, by the way, Anu is Tiamat's son. So Anu was like, let me talk to mom and see if she can, like, you know, tell her monster armies to leave us alone, right? Yeah, Tiamat was not hearing that. So Marduk was like, by the way, Marduk is, like I said, Enki's son. Marduk was like, you know what, I'll... I will kill her only if you guys make me the king instead, right? And everyone's like, okay, cool. You can be the king if you kill her, right? And the army, because they can't do it themselves. So Marduk eventually kills Tiamat with an arrow, right? And her tears from the pain of dying becomes the Euphrates and the Tigris River. And her body becomes like the earth and the heavens surrounding it. So pretty much her dying created earth <laughs> so um marduk eventually like enslaves wait what this said thank you <laughs> like thank you for earth right thank you for earth thank, wow. thank you for dying <laughs> i live on your body and would that be where yes. the, the phrase mother earth comes from you know, there's a, like there's so many origins of why earth is called mother earth and you know what maybe because Huh. I, mean, I mean, this is the oldest creation myth. But there's like so... I feel like almost every creation myth like has Mother Earth in it. But like since this is like the oldest written one, maybe that's the basis of all of them. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. It's, Wait, it's so interesting. Th- this it, whole thing is like the oldest creation myth? Like yeah. This written. is 100%? Mm-hmm. 
That's crazy. Huh. In or, the yeah. beginning. Was, found, was this found in African? Or in Africa? No, wow. Samaria. So this is like Samaria. modern day like Iraq. Um Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, modern day Iraq. Yeah, around that area. Wow. Yeah. That's so, old as fuck. Yeah, right. Yeah. The reason why I mentioned Africa is because um absolutely supposed to be another name for Africa. So Earth had another name. Uh, I think Earth before Enki, by the way, because remember Enki, another name for Enki is Ia, and Ia became Earth. Like, the name was bar- borrowed, I guess, and created to Earth. I don't know. There's, like, so many stories behind why Earth is called Earth, but that's just one of them. Um, before that, Earth was apparently named Ki, which I am so glad the name changed, but... <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So, Marduk enslaved the monster army, and he, like, gave... The younger gods like different responsibilities or whatever like you know you're in charge of the fire elements and water and blah 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 you know stuff like that um and marduk and enki create the first humans so marduk was looking for the person that told tiamat to kill the younger gods because he felt like someone like encouraged her and it wasn't just her idea right so he was like looking for the person and he found out that Tiamat's son, her other son, um, his name is Kingu, uh, he found out that Kingu was the one that instigated the whole thing, right? So he went and he captured Kingu and he killed Kingu and he took the blood from Kingu and some clay from earth, some soil from earth to create the first human beings. But this, this the problem is that Kingu is an Anunnaki and you're taking the blood of an Anunnaki to create human beings. So human beings have this like alien Anunnaki DNA embedded in them. And the other Is that that I was I mean interested, but is that that uh was it like that they don't know where it came from or in our DNA or, or in our hell? DNA or junk DNA, yeah, you know, quote unquote junk DNA. Is that that Anunnaki DNA? They just don't know it what it is. It might be. It might be that Anunnaki DNA, yeah. Um, probably. I mean, if we're going with the whole Sumerian creation myth, it, it definitely would be the Anunnaki DNA, right? Hey. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. But the, the thing is, they didn't tell the other Anunnaki that they put Anunnaki DNA in the new human beings that they created. They didn't know. So eventually, Enlil finds out, and he's like the, the god of the gods, right? Enlil finds out that Marduk and Enki put anunnaki dna in the first humans and he was like you know what humans are gonna be it's like our slaves forever and he's gonna like totally make them unaware of like their real power because if if you're aware that you have this dna in you you're like fully conscious and you're knowledgeable and you have free will this is like the forbidden fruit um with like the garden of eden because anki his symbol is a snake and you know like in the whole like you know Adam and Eve story the snake tempts Eve to eat from the the forbidden fruit which gives you knowledge right so I mean oh putting two and two there's together this connection. yeah there's this connection that's like really interesting and we're seeing like a common we're seeing it like a common motif like in a lot of creation myths where like there's this connection between like the the biblical stories and like all these creation myths and you know this eventually leads to the flood the the whole massive flood that we see the great flood that we see in like literally every creation story and every culture has this like flood story right so this leads to the flood because Enlil was like these humans that you guys created are too noisy and obviously they have Anunnaki DNA which shouldn't be a thing and they were reproducing way too quickly. So he sent a drought, then famine, and pestilence, and then a massive flood. And Enki warned this guy, his name was like Atrahasis. And you know what? He's he's like the original Noah. He's like the Noah before the biblical Noah. So Enki warns Atrahasis about the flood and he builds an ark, which then again back with this like this this motif, right? Um, he creates the ark, him and his wife, and they get on it and they load like two of every animal on the ark. And this was like between 2000 to 1500 BC. And Atrahasis obviously survives the flood. And boom, yeah, that's 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 the whole like flood Sumerian 
creation myth story, which I'm like, oh, it's cool. It's cool because we, I mean, it's a fact that like they even found evidence, I think, in, in Canada of like a massive flood happening and other places as well. But like, you know, having it all the way over here in like North America too, like, you know, evidence of it in the in the ground is interesting. That is the uh, the whole time you were not the whole time whenever you started to talk about Anki um, it reminded me of whenever I had a, um, a humanities course uh, Asian humanities course in college um, and we were talking about uh, we briefly spoke of Gilgamesh and um, there's uh, this guy in there Ankidu who was a uh, basically it's the same. I thought it was and I was like oh shit is that Ankidu that she's talking about and it's the same, yeah. yeah. Um, there's three Lord of the creation Reed stories. Lord, Lord of the what? Also, he's also known as Lord of the Reed Marsh. Reed Marsh? Yeah, that's like interesting. The, the the reeds in Africa and oh uh, wow, Mesopotamia. Yeah, like all, all oh. the reeds in the marshes. Yeah, that's interesting. And you know, you know, it's it's interesting because um, and now we're back to to Africa, I guess. Um, there's even first of all, there's three epics right and there's the epic of Gilgamesh which you mentioned there's Enuma Elish and there's the epic of Atrahasis where he tells his viewpoint of how everything happens so yeah I guess the names change depending on which version you're reading from it but like the one that I was talking about was Enuma Elish um yeah and you know even in Africa there's this tribe I think it's called the Maasai is M-A-A-S-A-I and their creation story has a guy named N.K. and he created the first humans but I'm not gonna get like too much into it but like yeah. it's it's interesting to see like even outside of Mesopotamia they they talk about this guy speaking of which there's even mentions of you know beings like the Anunnaki in India there's this really cool guy on YouTube his name is Praveen Mohan and if you're into like the whole like ancient alien uh astronaut type deal or whatever um he's from india and he talks about it in the context of like hinduism buddhism stuff like that and he actually goes to like different locations and explains why he has certain ideas and he, he takes you there and he videos it and he shows all the symbology and all of this jazz really cool guy he has a video about um the anunaga and they're from india right so in one of the ancient Indian languages, right? Anu means similar to, and Naga means snake. And like, if you see like, um, like sculptures of the Anunnaki, you, like wherever from like Sumeria, um, they look like like half human, half snakes. So for in for India to have like the Anunnaga, which is like the original form of the Naga snake gods, by the way, who are half human, half reptilian, or sometimes they're like full cobra or. Um, they have some of them. They they have like really long snake legs, or not legs. They just look at half snakes. Period. Um, for them to have the Anunnaga, which which like if you compare the stories, it's very similar to the Anunnaki. I think it's super cool because um, it even says like the Anunnaga they came from like a different planet, and they live underground. This uh, like underground. They have like underground cities that they built and. Uh, the Anunnaki also have like a similar thing where they have like seven Anunnakis who live underground. And seven is like a, a sacred number because like um, seven also is the number of chakras that you have in your body. So I don't know if this is like a huge connection. I don't know whatever, but I find it interesting that all of this just kind of ties in with each other. Hmm. You know, I've never really understood why everyone was like oh there's reptilians in the governments and the world and everything and i still don't believe that honestly but i, I like want to know more about it and apparently it's like from what i've heard it's anunnaga or anunnaki right yeah is that is that what that whole theory is about so the anunnaki I mean, yeah if that were true then would medusa actually have existed it's, it's possible. And then there's a, the, also the theory that Medusa had dreads and, like, you know, people who weren't used to that hairstyle were like, oh, she had snakes in her hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we weren't there. We weren't there. And, man, it's, it's interesting because um, 
maybe she did. Maybe she was like, you know, Anunnaki. We don't know or whatever. Like uh, you never know. You never know because I heard I heard the story of Medusa was actually like a, a Greek interpretation of another story, and like the Greeks just like took it. So who knows? Who knows who the original Medusa was? Um, yeah, I heard she was just a badass black woman with some dreads, and she was just so like overpowering that people just froze in fear. Like, holy! Sh- yeah, she was a warrior, right? Yeah, yeah. In in that story, that's that's one of the the theories of like the original Medusa story. Um, but you know what? Like. I don't know. I, I I believe that the myths. I I hate calling them myths because that technically it implies that they're not real. I feel like these ancient cultures told these stories for a reason. Whether right. you think it's like fanciful or not, like I I think there's like a reason why they said you know this happened and why so many things like overlap between cultures where like oh this sounds like this and you know there has to be a reason why right. um so like what's the most interesting creation story that you guys have heard <sighs> nothing no. <laughs> no not really no so let me tell you about my experience with creation stories i learned about a lot of like and like i said you, you said you hate calling the myths because that kind of just says like they're not true, but we actually don't know. To that culture, it's true. So I feel like it's disrespectful yeah. to say that, you know, it's not real. Ha, ha, yeah. Ha. So, yeah, everything that I learned about were in different courses throughout school. Um, and, you know, if you've ever gone to college, you know that you just memorize the stuff to get by and then forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's like, um, there's five different types of creation myths and all of them have like this this uh basis this which is why you can categorize them which i find interesting and some of the some of them overlap so there's like the ex nihilo creation which is like the most common creation type and it's pretty much the creation from nothing right so the whole idea of like it's just is exactly as how it sounds creation from nothing like a supreme god somehow becomes conscious i, I don't know how <laughs> um and there was nothing before that god and it god created the universe and everything in it right so this is like the most common theme especially in like monotheistic religions um and that's like the whole idea behind like genesis where god created the earth and the heavens in like six days right so all of them have the common basis where there's like the flood story and there's this evil in the world like the devil and someone is warned about the flood and saves the people and the animals all of them have that same basis so my biggest question when i think of this creation type is like how can something come from nothing like how did god come to existence like when i think about it i think of it the same way that i think about the big bang which is like okay what was there before the big bang and the big bang is just a theory we don't even know if the big bang is actually how the universe created but how does something come from nothing it's really weird i feel like this i feel like this uh question is never going to get fully answered ever i really yeah i mean it's been a big debate in in the scientific community too especially when we're talking about like how the universe came because obviously the universe should come before us being being created and and they're even debating the Big Bang. It's like, okay, we can subscribe to the Big Bang idea. And you know what? The Big Bang idea came... This is, fun, this is a fun fact. This this became the most popular theory of the universe because it was endorsed by the Vatican. Hmm. A, a Catholic priest created the Big Bang theory. Really? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know how... I, I don't... I, I, didn't, I personally didn't even know that until I started like researching the Big Bang and like all of that and I was like what a priest came up with this so it's interesting um, and pretty much they used Albert Einstein's theory of relativity of relativity yeah to like explain or they use that as a basis to create the Big Bang theory so like Albert Einstein is like involved in it and blah 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 uh, <laughs> anyway <laughs> I uh, like that description <laughs> short and concise right. yes short I tried to keep it as short as possible because that's just the most common creation type but I honestly think it's not the most interesting one like I'm like okay so you know let there be light and the whole universe was created right like 
And you know what? I think that's the reason why the Catholic Church was like, yo, let's run with that one because like we can explain Genesis using that. <laughs> yeah. Is I that blasphemy so. to say? I don't know. I don't no, know. It, it's it's not. <laughs> for for a religion where there is a God that is forever forgiving, you know, just it's not blasphemous. It's, it's not wrong. You're not being like, hey, you messed up up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and you you know uh it like out of all the creation types there's like five of them by the way and the one that i just listed was like ex, ex nilo creation right there's creation from chaos there's world parent creation there's emergence creation and there's the earth diver creation earth and all diver? of them oh what is that the one that stuck out the most to you yeah yeah <laughs> Okay, so Earth Diver is interesting. It's not to me. It's not the most interesting one, but it has the coolest name, right? And it's literally what it sounds like, Earth Diver, right? So um, this creation type is usually found in like Central Asia, India, and like it's also common in like Native American tribes that are in like the California area. And the premise of it is like the creation of Earth rather than the creation of the universe. They don't talk about the universe at all. It's just literally the creation of Earth. This is why it's called the Earth Diver creation, right? And the common motif among Earth Diver creation stories is that um, there's like, it involves animals being an important role in the creation with like ancient waters and an evil force that's like balancing everything out, obviously. (laughs) And a lot of the stories also have like this woman falling from the sky which i guess also explains a diver in the name right she falls from the sky right and there's um this story in the mohawk tribe which uh they i think they live between like new york and ontario they have this creation story that like pretty much begins with this uh it begins with like um, this place that's in the sky where human-like beings live. They're not humans, but they look like humans, right? And they had like a series of unfortunate events happen up there. And this one young woman fell from the sky to earth and the animals saw her falling. And at this time, earth was covered in water. There was like nothing, just water and like, I guess aquatic animals. So the animals told this turtle, hey, catch that woman while she's falling. So she falls on the turtle's back. And when the woman falls on the turtle's back, she tells the animals, hey, uh, can you guys like dive into the water and get some mud and bring it back up? So they bring mud to her and she creates earth. She creates the lands that we're on. And I think that's like a really cool creation story. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> is a cool creation story. Sounds like an anime it does sound like an anime. Yeah, I can see that being an anime. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, but it, once I, again with the giant know. turtles. Well, yep. we don't we don't know if it's giant, but it would it probably. I mean, to catch a woman, Shoot. it had to be like a like a giant turtle. I don't know how big she was. Whoa. I don't know if she's like the average woman. Um, I don't know if she's smaller. I don't know if she created the little ant, so she's probably big. This is we're talking about like way, 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 way back in the day, and animals were ginormous back then. So. True, we had dinosaurs, right? So for all we know, this toward this toward uh, turtle could have been the size of a damn building. Yeah, and you know, you know, it's interesting because there's like a lot of like turtle stories. Like I had to read a lot of creation stories <laughs> while I was researching for this episode, and a lot of them have turtles, like really big turtles, like turtles the size of like turtles that are bigger than elephants. By the way, like. I should probably post some pictures, <laughs> some illustrations of like what these different creation stories look like. Um, it's really interesting. Um, and I, I don't think that's like the, the coolest creation type though. I think my favorite creation type was the uh, emergence creation. And it doesn't sound as cool as Earth Diver, but I think it's cooler when you actually get into it, right? So this is like the most common type in Native American tribes in North America, North America, right? So the base of basis of it is like it emphasizes the creation of human beings in this world. Nothing else. It doesn't talk about the creation of the earth. It doesn't talk about the universe, right? And it's more interesting compared to the others for me because it tells of how human beings went through like different stages before they emerged through a hole into earth from under the ground. So they the humans lived underground. Mm. 
and they had to go through like all these like trials and tribulations and different stages before they made it to through this like hole that led them to earth and uh like westerners when i say westerners i mean like non-natives they when they hear about this they're like oh so you're talking about like the the process of pregnancy and childbirth yeah i was <laughs> like, literally just thinking oh so the, that hole is the symbolization of my mom's vagina <laughs> wow i think that's a boring way to look at it though like i like i like the idea of like you like i don't know having like battles to like try to make it up to earth right um and if, if you're into like the, the whole sperm races oh wow wow that's, dun, dun. that's a, i mean no one in a million i, I, I guess I, I i guess that's a that's and a spermia that's wow hey, we're back to spermia <laughs> <laughs> wow if you're into like the whole like human origin ancient alien theory right that's you've me. probably heard of the yeah you've probably heard of the anasazi right no 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 anasazi yeah what oh is that what we've been talking about this whole time they just switched the name up again no 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 no, no. <laughs> this is a whole different tribe this is the tribe that magically disappeared oh oh yeah yeah like and and they said that they they had uh they all went to the sky so the anasazi fall into this category if you've ever heard of them and if you've ever seen like pictures of like the anasazi ruins uh you'll notice that they have like this hole in the ground that's at like the center of their like religious and social places and those are called kivas so long story short the hole in the ground is called a sipapo and it symbolizes the opening where the anasazi travels through the underworld to get out of so they like this 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 hole is symbolic to them Hmm. i don't know I i thought it was cool i don't like the whole childbirth pregnancy theory that people have going on but whatever I think that's like a boring way to look at it but they're you know they were like oh maybe they were just being really creative about you know pregnancy so i mean i don't know you gotta you gotta admit it sounds a little bit like that yeah i mean it does but like eh, eh. i didn't know we were gonna have a birds and the bees lesson this episode Uh-huh. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, if that doesn't tickle your fancy, I have one more story. Yeah, let's do it. One more creation story, and this is my... I, I find it super interesting. So, this is the tale of the first people of the Winter tribe. And this tribe is, uh, they're, they're in like Northern California around like San Francisco area. And today, today they only have 150 people left. And you know why. Um, so it begins with um, a world before our present world with the first people, which is why it's called the first people, right? And apparently there are so many people that even if you count all, this, all the stars in the sky and all the feathers on birds, and all the hair on fur on animals, and all the hair on all of our heads as humans, the number you get will st- will still not be as much as how many people lived during this time, right? During Damn. the first world. Yeah, it was that many people, and so these people lived- overpopulation was big then. What? <laughs> overpopulation? Wow. No, I, I seriously, mean, I don't like- think they. How, how can that many Jesus people Christ. be? You know what they do. There, there's, there's um Yo, the theory we that now that how Earth about can... overpopulation. I think yeah. Earth over. Okay, okay. So don't get me started on this overpopulation thing because there is proof that Earth. There's no such thing as overpopulation right now because we've went through. As I don't want to get too much into the details of that because that's could that can be its own episode. I say that about everything. It could be its yeah, own episode. Though. <laughs> but there's a reason why because I don't want to like go I can go on on a tangent about it but there is proof because like even when Earth was just like 200,000 people even then people were like oh we're gonna get into overpopulation by X year or whatever and then that year comes and then the population doubles and we're still eating and then it it gets bigger and it gets, gets bigger and we're still eating but I mean there's still starvation in the world too like world hunger which I still don't 
I mean, you you see how so, how gluttonous some people are. Yeah. There's enough food. It's just people aren't doing anything to end world hunger. Like we have enough food for everyone on this planet, and we have food for more people on this planet. But you know, I'm not gonna get into the whole overpopulation thing because yeah, I think the also, only reason overpopulation. Also, look at like just in your local area, how much land there's available for purchase or where there's just land where it's just one house and all these acres of land and all these it, and that's just in your local area you know it, it's yeah. we're, we're good people it's uh, I think the whole overpopulation idea comes from the whole new world order where it's like they need the population to be down so they can right. control Fear the population. Right, right, right. Yeah, if there, if there's too many of us, we can have an uprising. We can have an uprising now, but no one's trying to do it, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> but if there's more than what is today, what it is today, then there's even a higher chance of us like one day all waking up and be like, you know what? Screw all of this. Screw the whole cur- currency system. Let's go back to bartering. Let's overthrow the governments, whatever, whatever. Like, I've, you know, I think they fear that. So they're like, oh, overpopulation. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. And that's probably what they mean by overpopulation is that they're overpopulated. It's not the planet's overpopulated. It's just the government's overpopulated. They know, <laughs> you know, we stop being, we stop this dumb shit. We gonna go fuck them up. And they don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, they don't want us to freaking go against them. Anyway, that's a like right. I said, that's a whole different topic. <laughs> Anywho, Brian, how come you didn't say so nothing, back man? To the story. You just let us go on this <laughs> damn rant. How how long we been on this bitch? Like twenty minutes talking about something else? I chimed in. I chimed in. Oh no, I know you chimed in. I was just talking junk. It's like four <laughs> minutes of us talking about overpopulation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll just cut oh, this man. out and post. Or we might keep it on. I mean, no, we'll, no, we could. No, 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 no. Keep it. Keep it. We'll use that as a random yeah, sample to send out to keep the crowd engaged. <laughs> yeah. Guys, if you're listening to this and if you're like, man, I really want to learn more about like the whole overpopulation story and we can talk about like the Georgia Stones and all of that, right? Just let us know. We can do a talk. We can do an episode on it. Just send us a DM or something and say, yo, do that topic next, please. And we'll see. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so back to this story, right? These people, even though like, you know, there are so many of them, they all lived in harmony with each other. There was like no war. No one was fighting. Everyone was happy. And it was like this for a very, very, very long time. But one day, one day, no one knows exactly like when this happened or how far back this was, by the way. But one day, because uh, one day they eventually fell into conflict. And, we, you know, we don't know why. They said like unknowingly or knowingly they fell into conflict or like someone would offend somebody else or someone would, you know, accidentally or intentionally injure somebody else. And this led to like this whole struggle, which seemed to have no end. Right. So this went on for for a long time until majority of these people who were um, fighting with each other, they they were turned into um, different kinds of animals. So like birds, reptiles, fish, worms, insects. And some of them were turned into like trees, plants, grass, rocks and even mountains. So if you guys are into like the whole like. Sorry, life as a blade of grass. Let's imagine that right now. Like, you're human, and one day, because you were being really annoying, you got turned into grass. Like, what are you going to do all day except for photosynthesize? Maybe you get attacked <laughs> by some ants. Yep. You'll go get your just, top cut off every chilling. couple of weeks when the lawn service comes by. Uh, At least you don't have to pay for the barber, right? Hey. Eh? Then again, they probably didn't have a barber back then. I don't know. So if you were How to pull, was this first world? <laughs> if you were to pull a, a blade of grass, would they get hurt? They would probably. Damn! Imagine being reincarnated as another blade of grass right after. You're just stuck <laughs> in an infinite loop, and you just you don't come. You oh, just come back grass? as one blade of grass. <laughs> oh. oh no! You try to talk to your neighbors, but then you realize, oh wait, I can't. I'm a blade of grass. Yes. You can talk to the other grass. Grass probably talk to each other. I don't know. Grass can probably talk to trees. Actually, you know, <laughs> something cool. You know that freshly cut lawn smell? Yeah. Yeah. And how it smells very nice? 
Is that the blood of our enemies? So that's a that's a pheromone. I, I think it's a pheromone. Uh, it's some some chemical that grass releases um, to repel bugs whenever it's feeling attacked. Oh, that's a repellent. Yeah, it's a how sweet that smells so good. Apparently, it's a bug repellent. Uh, but look, this bug I don't understand because you can freshly mow your lawn and there'll still be fucking bugs, bugs around. Yeah, and that smell <laughs> smells great. That's what it is. But it destroys my sinuses and my allergies. Oh, Same true. here, my friend. Same here. Maybe it's a human repellent and they just don't <laughs> want us to know. <laughs> it's like, oh, you have allergies? Okay. My thing with this with this story, and by the way, it's not done. It's almost done. But like, I like the idea of humans being turned into mountains because um, there's this like, I don't know if you guys seen it, but there's like this this movement that w- where people are talking about like the titans, right? being mm-hmm. mountains and they have like the pictures of mountains and like even even in my country we have this huge mountain called the sleeping giant and the reason we call it that is because it looks like a man that's like sleeping on his back you can see his head perfectly and his body and it's this huge mountain and i think um a lot of uh cultures also talk about like the the mountains being alive i think if you've you've ever seen moana for example hey, right yes yeah, like you know, the mountain it is alive. It's a it's a person or a god, right? Or Chef goddess. E. So I think that's cool as hell. I, I I don't know. Just just from this story, I think it's cool as hell to think that you know, once upon a time, this mountain or whatever was a human being. Um. Anyway, back to the back to the story, I guess. Um. So they turned into everything you can see on Earth today. Or in the sky, obviously, because they could have been birds. They could have turned into birds as well, right? Um, and this is like the animal creation story. So there weren't any animals before this happened. So they became the animals. They became the trees and everything, right? Um, and they're the small number of people who weren't fighting with each other, who never had a quarrel in a day, right? They, this, this, this group of people, they eventually left Earth. Right, left Earth and sailed away into the sky. So they sailed beyond where the sky touches the Earth and stayed there. And they live up until today there. Like, you know, happily ever after. So today and onward. So there's no death. Hmm. So it brings back the whole, like, you know, Adam and Eve story where, like, Adam and Eve were immortal until, like, they, you know, ate the forbidden fruit. Um, and I think in other Native American tribes too, they have like a similar thing where um, death was introduced after humans started be- becoming um, annoying, I guess, with each other and starting fighting with each other and all of that. That's when death was introduced into humanity. I don't know. It kind of sounds alieny too, like them sailing into the sky. Yeah. Ooh, um, that's... Yo, you, you were talking about people becoming mountains. And that got me on yeah. this little like Google dive. I looked up the sleeping giant and I was like, eh, I can like see how it would look like a, a person sleeping or a giant sleeping. Whatever. You have to see it in person. But no, no, no. Type in the sleeping lady mountain right now. The sleeping lady mountain. The sleeping lady mountain. And it's in Alaska. It's crazy. Alaska? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen the picture of this. Um, this, this I think this is the most common picture uh, for the whole like Titan idea that people talk about. It is crazy, and it does look like a woman sleeping too. It really does. Like I so, was like, "What the heck?" It, anyways, thought I'd throw that in. Yeah, there. I could. You, you, we should definitely um, post pictures of this because. Like I said, there's like this this whole movement going on right now where people are like, "Yo, look at this mountain!" Like, it's all over Instagram. I, I I love reading about it. There are actually like pages dedicated to it, and I think YouTube channels that like specifically only talk about this topic. So, um, if it sounds interesting to you as you're listening, go check it out. It's really cool. Um, so another thing about um, Native American stories, there's this really cool. Um, story and i believe this is like from the columbia river area um you know the tribes that live along that river um they say that their myths right were told to an ancient chief 
and a group of people that were with him in this open space in the forest. And in this this like the, this open space in the forest, um, there's this large wheel shaped stone. And like I said, people were turned into stone as well, right? But I I, I find it interesting that there were like a large wheel shaped stone. They said a voice came from underneath this stone and told them about the first people. Hmm. Kind of sounds like a UFO. I don't know, like a saucer. Yeah. A wheel-shaped stone. I don't know. Think about like how. What would that look like? I'm just a thinking saucer. of a wheel-shaped stone. It looked like a wheel. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I think it sounds like a saucer. Yep. I don't know. That's just me. It sounds very saucery in my opinion. Anyway, that's that's pretty much what I have. So, how do you guys want to end this ending thoughts? Um, I still stick to my we are from the stars. <laughs> so, so we're from the stars. I, Marvin, I don't think you ever really touched on like why you think we're from the stars. Oh, yeah, I kind of did. It's just uh I like sci-fi. So, that's just why I'm oh. going with it. That's literally it. Like, I I shit for all I know, we like I said earlier, we could have all been from here from the beginning of time we've never you know left earth you know i really don't know maybe but i just like i said sci-fi is my shit it does not make any sense it's all theory yeah i find it cool though um I, i like to subscribe to like the ancient stories more and i think it's because of my um my family because my family is always like you know our ancestors believe things for a certain reason and we actually believe that they were more intelligent than us and they know more than us about like the way the the world works and how human humanity works and and the trees and the the uh, plants and all of that so i i do tend to lean towards like you know these quote-unquote creation myths more than the whole like evolution story and whatever like um my dad always tells me that science is just created so we can explain things that we don't understand and it's it's similar to like the 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 whole like philosophical idea like um like you know science was created to explain philosophy because philosophy is much old like hundreds of thousands of years older than science so it was created to like explain things that we've believed for a long time they just they just want like solid proof of it to be like oh now we can believe it because science explained it yeah right that's just all theories still um i personally like the idea of like earth being like this in a cycle in the sense that like there was this really ancient technological civilization that lived and then they had this catastrophe and then we restarted and then the same thing happened again where we just keep restarting 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 even on earth because you know there's a whole idea like we were originally from mars and then mars had the catastrophe and then we came to earth because mars became on it uninhabitable stuff like that i like i like that type of creation story or origin story more than any other story yeah hey so you're with me it's cool we're from space yeah because it, it would explain why earth had uh has evidence of like some huge radioactive nuclear war from ancient times which we still can't explain yep we have traces of that on earth and how else would that happen if there wasn't like a ancient intelligent civilization which we have no record of like pre-diluvian aka before the flood you know maybe even before that maybe there's like something way 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 before because earth is really old 4.5 4.5 billion years old. Earth is 4.5 billion years old. And I think it's possible that you know, humans live longer than what we estimate humans to be here for. Just me. That's my ending thoughts. What about you guys? Like, anything you want to say before we wrap this episode up? So you said something, uh, you know, really smart about science is there to explain things that we don't understand. And we're always searching for answers on stuff and there may never be a definitive answer of this you know because think about how long earth has actually been around 4.5 billion years there's no way that we know of (laughs) yeah 
there's no way to accurately find out where we originally came from. I feel like we'll forever be stuck with theories. Who knows? Maybe we'll like come closer to knowing, but I don't know. There's for for me. There's not really a creation or origin story that fully makes sense to me, and I you know I think I'm okay with that. I think it's like uh, it, it lets the mystery of human lives just be and mystify us. Hey. You know? So True, that's all it might I be have. boring if we actually find out. Yeah, it'd be like, well, now what? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> we know where we came from. Oh, well. <laughs> like, Great. Yeah. Or there might be some profound, like, information we find out about that. But that's it, yeah. So there might be um, more questions if we ever find out where we came from. Like, it might yeah. lead to more questions. And I think it would. Because what if they're like, and... <laughs> I don't, I don't want to drag this on. This is just going to be a quick thought because it just came into mind. What if they find out that humans are like the original species in the sense that we just kept hopping planets because we kept screwing up others and then some people went one corner of the universe and some went the other corner and then they just evolved separately. Or not evolved, but they, they just... I don't know, advanced separately. So, you know, one is more technologically advanced than the other because the other people who went over that way was like, they, they weren't that smart as the other ones. <laughs> They're like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, screw those guys. And yeah, that's why we have aliens, right? I don't know. I I think it's a cool thought. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys are listening to this and you have like any creation stories you want us to cover in the future, if you want us to like go over what we were talking about, like with the possibility of humans or I don't know, maybe titans be- becoming mountains, for example, or um, overpopulation. If you want us to cover those topics or any other topics, please contact us. Send us a DM, send us an email. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Weirdish TV. You can send us an email at that's some weirdish at gmail.com. You can slide us in, into our DMs, uh, whatever suits your preference. If you want to go to the website and stay anonymous and hit the contact form at weirdish.tv, www.weirdish.tv, feel free to do that as well and we will get back to you. It- or we can cover the topic that you mentioned or if you have any stories you want to share let us know that's some weird ish guys is some or if you just want to say hi yeah come say hi you can, yeah, you can say hi we're, we're totally yeah. cool with that yeah yeah, yeah. 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 bye yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs>